Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm going to be talking to you about something that's very important to me and that's being a healthy role model for my kids and i truly believe that you also want to be a role model for your kids i would imagine that you want to be somebody that your kids look up to and admire they do now especially when your kids are little they look at mom and dad like wow my parents are like superheroes But with what you are doing, are you role modeling specifically in health and fitness and nutrition who you want them to become? So I want you today, right now, to think about how do you want your kids to see, speak, treat, and honor their body? How do you want them to see and use and understand and treat and honor their bodies because that's how you should be seeing speaking treating and honoring your body i know that was a gut check for me specifically since i've had my second and have had some body image issues some weight obsession and negative self-talk about my stubborn postpartum body, I really had to check myself on this. So don't think that I'm like the perfect example or I'm like sitting here behind my mic preaching to you because shame on you for speaking negatively about your body or your food choices or whatever it is. I'm right there with you. And I knew before I had kids, I knew that working out and eating healthy and being a role model of a health and fitness lifestyle was important to me. Like pre-kids, I knew that I wanted to instill the values that I have around health and fitness into my kids and wanted to be the role model. But after I had kids and I was like, yeah, I'm getting my workouts in. Yeah, I'm eating healthy-ish. But my attitude and energy and my talk and my walk was totally out of whack because I was focusing on what my squishy stomach doesn't look like, the number on the scale, feeling guilty about certain foods or thinking that I need to be dieting all the time or I'm going to make this for my kids and my family, but I shouldn't have that or I shouldn't have too much of that. Like I've been there. I'm still recovering from this. I'm still working on the mindset stuff around it. And so today we're going to be focusing on our talk and our walk. And when we bring awareness to what it is that we are doing, 
we can then have a different outcome. Oftentimes we are on autopilot with our thoughts. And when it comes to what you're saying and what you're doing, when it comes to your workouts and your nutrition, it is impacting how your kids are going to see themselves. And I know that for truth, because I grew up in in a very positive, like, environment around my body and I saw my mom working out I saw other ladies that I really looked up to working out and taking care of themselves but I also heard the self-conscious talk around stomachs and even when I had a like super flat stomach and like I look back at those pictures and I'm like wow I was so lean then I remember that I still had self-consciousness around my stomach. Like I was always sucking in. I was always trying to cover up and hide things up with flowier tops. And so even though it wasn't this like um, negative self-talk or, or hearing like that I was directly a certain way, there were just these little things that I picked up on and that carried them with me through every season. And it wasn't until I started paying attention to this talk that I could start making changes. Because if you're just functioning on autopilot and not paying attention to the stories that are going on in your mind, you they will pass down to your kids. I heard on a podcast one time like, our kids' our personal struggle will be seen and felt and carried by our kids. And that really hit me. That really hit me. And even though I have boys, you know, I, I still see it as the way I respect and honor my body is the way that I want them to respect and honor, you know, their future significant others and their own, right? I don't think because I have boys and I'm their mom that it's really that much different or that I have to do things differently uh, or I would do things differently if I had girls like or I'd be more cautious if I had girls like irrelevant to what my kid like whether my kids are boys or girls I want to be the healthy role model that I want them to see and so the first thing I want to talk about is your talk and start paying attention to what do you say about your workouts? What's your language around movement and activity for yourself? Do you talk about like, oh, mom's got to work out today. Guys, mom's got to get this workout done or I skipped my workout today. Like what type of language are you using? Because if you're using the should and have to, and then if you're even expressing why you feel like you should or have to towards your kids, they're going to pick up on that and they're going to start dreading that movement and that activity. I have tried very carefully to use the words mommy is going to work out. I get to work out. Mom wants to work out. I remember one day, you know, as my kids have gotten older, specifically my almost five-year-old, I was working out and it was just a, a Saturday morning where my husband was home and they were all watching TV and I was like, Mom wants to work out right now. So I'm going to work out, work out right now. And I remember feeling so empowered and like kind of like, you know, you got to give yourself a pat on the back sometimes when you're like, Mom, when I'm glad I used that language instead of I have to or I should or I've got to, I've got to get my workout in right now. Because I truly feel like that little language change 
is something that they will pick up on. And I even try to implement this when it comes to my husband going to work and myself going to work. It's not mom and dad have to go to work or, oh, it's, it's Monday, gotta work. Like we, we want them to understand like, this is something we get to do and we get to go to these careers and the careers that we have provide for the life that we live and it's a blessing, right? It's a blessing and trust me, my husband and I have had our fair share of jobs where things aren't great in sunshine and rainbows all of the time, but majority of the time really checking in with our language. What is it that you say about foods? Are you using language of like mom's on a diet? Mom can't eat that. This is bad. This is um, not healthy. This is good. You know, or, or creating, could any type of language that you're using around foods create phobias, create fear, create guilt around your kids eventually eating those things, right? I know the podcast episode I did on um, Nourish and Delight was one that you guys loved so much because that's something I teach in one of my, in my in-depth course, the Feminine Fitness Program course is Nourish and Delight, meaning yes, we do want our foods to be fueling and satisfying and nutrient dense, but we can also select foods that we enjoy and we can also have moments where that favorite cheesecake from my favorite restaurant and the potatoes of gratin that I get with it and the blue cheese, like the blue cheese sirloin steak that I get, like I go ham when I go to my favorite restaurants. And even though it's not nutrient dense, it's still nourishing to my soul. And I am delightful when I'm eating those things. But I bring that same element to when I'm making my smoothies, when I'm making my lunch, my healthy lunches at home, that nourish and delight aspect looks differently based on the situation that I'm in, but there's choice and there's freedom and there's no guilt around it. It's not, I feel guilty for going out to our favorite restaurant and yeah, ordering an appetizer and ordering a main course and having a cocktail and having a dessert. I nourish and delight in those moments, my friends. I truly do. But I'm not going to eat like that every day. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't feel good. So I just want to encourage you, like, what do you say about foods? Do you talk about like, oh, mom shouldn't have ate that much. Now I'm going to gain weight. You, you might think these things that I'm saying are ridiculous and like, oh, I don't say those things. But you might catch catch some crazy things coming out of your mouth or going on in your head once you start paying attention to them. Now your walk. So we talked about your talk. Now we're going to talk about your walk. What do they see you doing? And I truly do love getting in my workouts when my kids are not at home or when they are um, sleeping. You know, like a lot of times I do my workouts in those moments. But they do see and know that I work out. They do see my husband being active in the yard. They do see me going on walks with them and running and swinging and all of that stuff. And to me, that is important. I want, like, I have that long-term vision for my life where I want to be the grandparent that can keep up with grandkids someday. I want to be that grandma that goes swimming with her kids. Like I want to be active 
throughout my whole life, right? I want to be, I want to go snowshoeing with girlfriends when I'm older. I want to be healthy and active. I want one of my leisure activities to be going to group fitness, like one day a week to be around other people who like working out. Like what do your kids see you doing? What do they see you or how do they see you respond? How do they see you respond to certain situations? How do they see how anything impacts the way that you um, see yourself? So this particularly probably around clothing. How do your kids see and hear you respond when you put on a pair of jeans that are too tight? Do you bash your body or do you be like, oh, these jeans are not working for me anymore. These jeans, we're done. We're breaking up. And nothing on you and your body. It's just you're done with those jeans. They're not working for you anymore. But so often it's like, oh, this shirt is just like so tight. My stomach's gotten so big. No, like, no. How are we going to change these thoughts, words, habits, patterns, and beliefs And it's first with changing the dialogue that's going around in our brain and paying attention to it. Awareness is the first thing. Being aware of it. Once you become aware of something, I dare you to write it down and then flip it around. Once you've flipped it around, start looking for proof, right? So let's go back to that simple um, pair of jeans response and reaction. So you're getting dressed. You put on a pair of jeans, you maybe wear them around for a little bit and they're starting to get uncomfortable. What what would you have done in the past? Start talking negatively about your body. Be like, oh, my stomach's just gotten too big or my hips are so much wider now that I've had kids. Like these jeans are terrible or not necessarily even saying the jeans are terrible. You're then putting the the um, guilt onto your body. And instead like, oh, these jeans are not comfortable anymore. I'm going to get rid of them because they they don't serve me anymore and i'm going to get myself a pair of jeans that fit my body like a glove do you see how those two situations could be entirely different through the eyes of a child and we're not going to get it right all the time there's no perfectionism and they're going to pick up on things that we didn't ever mean for them to pick up on but in general It's important for me, and I believe since you're listening to this, it's important for you to be a healthy role model for your kids. And yeah, that does include like when you put vegetables out for dinner time, you're you're setting the example too. And you're, you know, showing actively that you are honoring and respecting your body. But oftentimes it's that self-talk that really can sabotage ourselves and then seep into unconsciously seep into our own minds and seep into our our kids' views on themselves right i even remember you know i was kind of uncovering like why am i obsessing over this like weight number why am i constantly wanting to get validation from it and then i clearly got a memory in my head of somebody that i grew up very closely with and and love respect and admire her so much and she absolutely had so many positive so many positive 
impacts on my life. I do remember though her weighing herself and writing it down on her calendar every single Friday. And I do remember like if some pounds were added, there was self-sabotage and there was negativity. And then there was like, oh, I've got to do a couple more workouts this week or change up the way I'm eating because I saw these couple pounds go up. And now knowing like hormones and cycle thinking, I'm like that your behavior could have totally been irrelevant to the fluctuations in weight, right? And so that memory, I really like then worked through and I was like, obviously she didn't mean it in any way for me to pick up on something to be so heavily focused on weight, but I did. And I took ownership of that response to that. I processed the story. I processed like, wow, I didn't know that for so long I was thinking the scale meant this and now I can change that story. Now I'm going to change it to something different. And now you guys know, if you've been listening to a lot of the recent episodes, that I know that the person I want to become, I can fully step into who that person is and feel the vibe and feel the energy and feel the confidence, whether the scale goes down or whether it goes up five pounds, give or take. You know what I mean? So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope this is helpful to you to be a healthy role model for your kids. I mean, I know that there's always, maybe I'm the one who hears all this like mainstream advice and I always on my podcast want to give you guys a level deeper into like include vegetables at every single meal and let your kids see you eat your vegetables and talk about what the various vitamins and and macronutrients and minerals and micronutrients and like all of those things do for our bodies right like there's those tips but I truly think those are surface level um, band-aids for underlying issues if you're not covering up or working through and healing wounds that are deep within your personal self-talk so that's kind of why I go deeper than those surface level pieces of advice if you guys like that like if you want more surface level stuff I can include those in these episodes they'd make the episodes longer but do you guys appreciate the fact that I go a little bit deeper than like the typical stuff you know what I'm saying let me know on Instagram reach out to me if you have any questions and I will talk to you guys in the next episode